0: What's up and welcome back to kind of funny games daily for Friday February 3rd 2023. Bless yesterday the groundhog woke up and chose violence. It, did it? Oh, there was just so what much did it do? Ground- I was dying yesterday. There was so many groundhog things happening. Like were you did you miss all of this?
1: I missed all of this. I didn't know that the the groundhogs groundhog culture was like
0: there's there in a ruckus. popping off. It is, man. So yesterday was groundhog day. Yes. Are you familiar with groundhog? Day? I am familiar with Pinecone yeah. Phil. He pops mm-hmm. out. He looks around. Does he see a shadow? Does he not? If he sees it, we get more winter. If he doesn't, we get straight to spring. Something like that, right? Close enough. Um, Apparently, he's not the only one out there. (laughs) Regionally, there are different groundhogs. And up in Quebec, they had their own groundhog. All right? Mm -hmm. When it was time for the groundhog to come out, the groundhog was dead. (laughs)
1: that's amazing and (laughs) i mean not amazing that's terrible the (laughs) The worst (laughs) thing
0: is like the deeper that me and joey and mike and them went into this yesterday the more ridiculous the story got Uh where the headline read like (laughs) travesty strikes quote (laughs) he had no vitals
1: oh no wait what happened did he just like i don't know and then
0: the plot thickens Mm plus where all of a sudden they're like we don't know how long he's been dead. It could have been months.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it's like, y'all didn't fucking check. Do you think there's foul play involved? Do you think somebody went That's after the, thing, the groundhog? This, I, this goes all the way to the top, all the way to the groundhog top. That would be a fucked up thing to do. If yeah. like you're a hunter and like, you know, how there's like shitty people, uh, either Jimmy John or Papa John. I forget which one of them. That'll go after endangered species. <laughs> and shit. <laughs> either way, both of them are great people. Listen, I grew up in Champagne. That's the Jimmy John's headquarters. We don't like him there. Um, well, like, you know how, like, there'll be shitty rich people that'll go after endangered in, in species and people hate them. Do you think that there's, like, some big game hunter out there who his game are those groundhogs that are out there sleeping? And they're like, I'm, I'm going to take out take him out one by one. I do a know. conspiracy.
0: I, I don't know, but I do know that um, there's another one named Willa that is an albino groundhog that mm-hmm. stays in a little plexiglass box all the time. Um, and she doesn't look at her shadow. She does something else. It's it's really weird. Wait, we what, went down, did she do? we she went down the, the groundhog do? hole mm-hmm. yesterday, everybody, to to find all this stuff out. And um there was a news report about the one that died. And bless when I tell you, it feels fake. Like this just kept getting crazier and crazier. Kev, can you bring up my Twitter real quick? The I retweeted it, this picture of of I, I, I don't know how I missed this When so they announced much. Like, that, you that, tweeted that, it, that I didn't see this. Uh but then I see this. It's a black and white uh, in memoriam picture of this, this of Fred, mm-hmm. the groundhog, okay? Mm. And I, I'm like, this seems like a joke. This can't be real. Uh, scroll down a little more. A little more. There he is. Aww. There he is. So I see this, and I'm like, this can't be real. So I Google it. It's definitely real. Then there's a news report, and we see them, and they're all celebrating. And the reporter's like, what was a day of celebration? turn to tragedy Aww. and then it cuts to the people talking it's, it's the guy in french saying fred has died
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then
0: there's a bunch of kids around them and they try to like make the kids feel better because like the freaking groundhog's dead so they let the kids by committee decide if they see their shadow or not
1: oh come on and they now.
0: dress one of the kids up like a groundhog and I'm not
1: making this up. This all sounds like made up. It's this not. This all made sounds up. like an skit. This,
0: this is all real, man. So, anyway, yeah.
1: RIP Fred. Rest in peace, Fred. Yeah. Gone but not
0: forgotten. Gone but not forgotten. And then they cut to the guy pulling up Fred's body, and we're all like, what the fuck? But then we noticed the date was last year. They were just showing us Fred when he was alive, <laughs> but it wasn't
1: clear, Bless. You got there holding clear. up like Simba when he was born, except it's the opposite where he's dead? Exactly. That'd be fucked up. Exactly. Out. Well, you know what? Put some respect on Fred's name. Uh,
0: shout out to, to Fred. I I hardly knew you. Um, Of course, this is Games Daily, though. We get together. We talk about all the video game news that you need to know. And guess what? We do it every single weekday live on twitch.tv slash Games and youtube.com slash Games. If you want to get it as a podcast, just search your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny Games Daily. We'll be right there for you. But if you wanted to get the show ad free, there's only one place you gotta be, and that's Patreon.com/slash Kinda Funny. If you go there, you can get the show ad free. You can also be a Patreon producer, just like our dude Delaney Twining. We appreciate you so very, very much. Today's stories include more game shutdowns, somehow more game shutdowns, uh, Last of Us Part One's PC port being a little bit delayed, and more. Um, remember, if you don't have bucks to toss our way, when you're out on the Epic game store use our code kind of funny and at no extra cost to you we get some money and that's great it helps us it helps bless it helps everybody if i'm being completely honest with you a little housekeeping for you mike's played psvr2 and he joined the ps i love you xo xo crew to talk about his thoughts on it and gran turismo 7 you can find that up in all the places you'd expect bless any any was that a good episode
1: it was a fantastic episode yeah uh you know we've had a lot of talk about psvr2 and is it gonna is it gonna you know hit in terms of sales is it gonna be viable all this stuff at the at the very least Mike got me excited to try out some Grand Turismo Seven in PSVR two. He really sold me on it. It sounds like a fantastic time, and the, and the technology of it just sounds really cool, right? Yeah. Like be the the immersion of it. Him talking about hitting the sides of the road and then like the haptic feedback hitting in his helmet, um, all that stuff sounds really awesome. And so he got me b- very excited to try it out.
0: Yeah, GT Seven in PSVR two is the thing I'm most excited to try. Yeah, with the, with the new headset.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think so. that he definitely uh, that's definitely an addition on my list now. I think now for me it's that Horizon. Have you heard of What the Bat? No. So, have you heard of What the Golf? Yes. The developers of What the Golf are making a VR game called What the Bat. And it seems to be as goofy as What the Golf. Uh, like a baseball bat? or like Yeah, a, like a, baseball, a, like bat, a, a baseball bat. bat. <laughs> yeah, it's like a baseball with the golf. Mm-hmm. And it looks really cool. It looks really fun. Hell yeah. Uh,
0: new episodes of Remember Blank, Remember NFL Blitz, and Remember the Warriors are up right now on Patreon. So you can go check that out. Uh, today, we're brought to you by Grammarly, but we'll tell you all about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some news. (laughs) We do in fact have five stories.
2: A baker's dozen.
0: Story number one. So sorry, boss. Knockout City is shutting down. This comes from Rebecca Valentine at IGN. Free-to-play team-based dodgeball game Knockout City is about to be, well, knocked out. According to an official post today, it's shutting down in June. In the flow block full blog post developer and publisher Velen studio says that season nine will be the final season of knockout city with the game shutting down on June 9th, 2023 over two years after launch. This means that all servers will shut down and knockout city won't be playable at all. Beginning February 28th, the same day that season nine starts all real money transactions will be removed. However, Velen reassures that season nine will include copious rewards in the form of XP style chips and the currency hollow (laughs) bucks. Additionally, Almost every cosmetic we've ever sold will end up in one of the upcoming event sale shops. And rewards for login bonuses, league play, and other elements will be increased. A final two-week-long event on May 23rd will conclude Knockout City's run with triple XP, massive rewards, and a community-favorite playlist. In the FAQ on the shutdown, Velen did say that a private-hosted server version would be released on PC, which should allow players in pre-formed groups to enjoy the game and keep it alive for posterity. However, the live version of the game will be gone. Notably, game director Jeremy Russo in the same blog post a very detailed explanation for why they're opting to shut down Knockout City. And here we go. Quote, Since we're a small indie studio, it's simply impossible for us to make those kinds of systematic changes in the live game while continuing to support it. So it became clear to us that we needed to take a step back and pave the way for Velen to do what we do best by innovating. Now we can take everything we learned, everything that succeeded, and everything that needs improvement and get to work on exploring new possible experiences for Knockout City and other games and products we're very excited about. We're currently in the process of doing a comprehensive retrospective on every aspect of the game, all the community feedback and and analytics data, and even our development processes. Our hope is that sometime in the not-too-distant future, all this information can be used to start work on what comes next in the Knockout City universe. While we can't promise that Knockout City will be back, what we can promise is that you'll continue to see new and innovative games from Velen Studios that will
1: surprise and delight players around the world. The video game Grim Reaper mm-hmm. has been coming for a lot of games recently, mm-hmm. right? The video game Grim Reaper came for Avengers. It came for Rumbleverse. It came for quite a few games in the last week and a half. I thought about the, the idea that the video game Grim Reaper would eventually come for Knockout City, and I did not think that it would happen so soon. This hurts my heart. This breaks my heart. Knockout City is a fantastic uh, video game. Vel- I want to commend Velen Studios um, in their write-up here talking about, hey, we're giving an option for players who... Want to continue to play Knockout City on PC? If you have a group of friends, you can you can boot up your own private server and be able to play it that way. I love the fact that the game isn't going away forever, right? It is just the support and the um, uh, general servers that are that are going down for people, so you can't matchmaking all that stuff. I, even though this hurts my heart, I get it. It goes back to the conversation that me and Greg were having earlier this week when we were talking about Rumbleverse about is the support there from the audience? Are they seeing the numbers that they need, especially right now where? We're entering a recession. A lot of games, we talked about games getting canceled. Yesterday, we talked about the um, Titan... Oh, is it the Apex Fall? Or no, Apex Legends? Titan Legends. Titan Legends is what they call it. We talked about Titan Legends and how that got canceled behind the scenes. And we talked about Apex Legends Mobile and uh, Battlefield Mobile and and, uh, what happened with those games. And it is evident that we're entering a space that is becoming more and more competitive and more and more uh, more and more seeming like if you want to survive as a games as a service you need money like you need to be successful you need to you need to have more than just the bare minimum in terms of success right because knockout city i think is a game that speaks a lot to its audience its audience being me Right. right and like you know it's a game that for me and i'm sure for a lot of people i would return to when you had big updates Right, but it wasn't every single update. You know, I think the last time I went to Knockout City was when they did go free to play, and they had, and that came with a big, um, uh, a big season, uh, seasonal update for that game. And I had a lot of fun with it for a few weeks. And I want to say that was uh, maybe last June. Kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. And I enjoyed it, put it down, and then I don't think I've gone back to it uh, since then. And of course, if they put out another update for it. Uh, and I think an update actually went live went live yesterday. Checked it out. That got me in a little bit. I was like, oh man, maybe I will I will boot this up, but I think they need more support than that to to keep this thing going, right? They need more than even their core audience coming in for a couple weeks at a time, playing it, and then bouncing off to do the next thing. Um, I think this speaks to a lot of things. I think this speaks to, again, how difficult it is to make games as a service. And for me, the thing that's really a bummer about this is, and this goes back to Romaverse as well, these are fucking great games, Rumble versus is a game that Greg Miller, Greg Miller loved, uh, Snow White Mike loved. Knockout City is a game that Greg Miller enjoyed a lot as well, and uh, Knockout City is a game that I would say is one of my, uh, some of the most fun I've had in a video game in the last few years. You know, I talked about it in my uh, EA Sports Big episode of The Blessing Show about how Knockout City encompasses a lot of what I want out of an arcade, quote-unquote, sports game, right? It has the fun, it has the energy, it has fantastic design, and it has just fantastic a fantastic idea of... PvP fun that is fresh, unique, and different. You know, it's not a first person shooter. It's not a third person shooter, right? It's not a battle royale. It is a 4v4 or 3v3 or 2v2 dodgeball game that works so well, right, that has so many different ways in which matches can go. And, yeah, for me, this is heartbreaking, even though, for Velen Studios, I understand their explanation. I think their explanation makes sense. I love that they are also talking about, hey, we are learning from Knockout City, and we're doing, we're taking what we learned and putting it into our next game. I think that's very awesome to hear. And, you know, it seems like they're still up in the air in terms of if the next thing they do is going to be a Knockout City-like game or if it's going to be something else. Either way, for Velen Studios, I think they have cemented themselves as a studio to where whatever they do next, I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to play whatever their next game is, and I hope whatever they make next has the same energy uh, and the same level of uniqueness and freshness that Knockout City brought.
0: You know, I want to jump actually straight into story number two and then have a conversation that brings everything together because there's a... There's a. a this is a trend going There's on. A trend, a very sad trend. Story number two is Crossfire X is also shutting down. Attention, mercenaries! It's with the deepest regret that we're informing you of our decision to end support for Crossfire X on May 18, 2023. Since the launch of the game, we've worked tirelessly to bring it to a point where we can all be proud, and throughout it, we've all had the honor and pleasure of supporting our players. Coming to this decision was not easy. We can proudly say that our players have been amazingly active, passionate, enthusiastic, and working with us to create a game that would be fun and enjoyable by all. We want to thank each and every one of our players by playing Crossfire X... And for playing uh, Crossfire X and being a part of this journey with us, effective immediately, all sales on Xbox Store will be halted. There'll be no new content added to the game, like maps, modes, c- camos, etc. Purchases made within the last 14 days, as of February 3rd, may be eligible for a refund. Um, on the game servers will close on May 18th for the final Fun. time. Um, but until then, uh, you'll be able to enjoy all previously purchased and unlocked in-game content. We hope that you'll be able to enjoy Crossfire X until the service ends, and we'll always be grateful for your support. Please do not hesitate to contact us if you have any issues by visiting our support page. Thank you for everything. Sincerely, the Crossfire X team. So I wanted to bring in the one and only Snowbike Mike to give his thoughts on all this as well. Joining you, Mike Moore on the Crossfire side. Bless you more on the Knockout City side.
2: Yeah, bless Tim. Thanks for having me on here. Uh, The Grim Reaper, the game in Grim Reaper is here. Bless, I talked with you on the X-Cast about, you know, Knockout Knockout City, City. and then boom, it happened out of nowhere. But, yeah, Tim, Crossfire X is a different story, I think, than Knockout City, right? Crossfire X had a big overseas audience, and they wanted to bring it over to Xbox. They had Remedy behind them with the single-player campaigns, which were fine. Bless Mm -hmm. and Tim, they were fine. They weren't great, but they were a fun single-player run down a tunnel, murder a bunch of people with a little Remedy spin. But when it comes to the multiplayer, Whoo, Tim. It was real bad. Oh. it was something else to try to play that game at launch and just think gosh darn it that is way too bad that's not mm-hmm. fun to play but on the opposite side Knockout City was really fun and you're totally right Bless like whatever Velen Studios does next I'm gonna keep an eye on it right and the big shout out to them was they worked hard on that net code. that was something you and I talked oh, about yeah. and something I saw from the developer diaries that I learned about was they worked really hard on the net code to make that something special so hopefully they use that but here we are once again talking about games as a service coming in going, and Tim, yeah, that is a fun conversation to have, right, because we're in such a day and age now where everything is on the internet, everything is announced, transparency, everything's out in the open, as back in the day, right, early Halo 2 multiplayer, right, we were just getting on Xbox Live, the internet was starting to flourish, right, we didn't have, oh man, Game X is finally shutting down, it just kind of came and went now, so I think it's more prevalent nowadays of everything is out there and we're always talking about it because we're always online, right, but Crossfire X, that's an easy one for me to see come and go Mm -hmm. knockout city i think it's run its course i was surprised that it was still around when you and i talked on the x cast but this seems to be the common theme of if you don't get a giant piece of the pie does that team does that publisher still want to fund the creation of that or has it run its time right has that game given you a strong year and now it's finally done Mm -hmm. right did we expect three years out of knockout city
1: i I did not that brings me to the question i was going to ask because you know knockout city is a game that i love so much it is a game that i would love to see live forever realistically no nothing lives forever right like Mm -hmm. even with live service games you're going to see unless you're wow right or something like that but even wow goes into different uh, iterations everything comes to a natural end i guess my question is yeah what is our expectation when it comes to a game like knockout city coming out and going All right, how long do I expect this to live, right? And what is the natural end where this turns from a sad story into a okay, this is all coming to a closure story. Yeah, you know, with that real quick, I want to
0: bring in Steve the Ritual Machine's question to add to yours as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hey gang, gang, with Knockout City now dodging its last ball and with Rumbleverse being suplexed into oblivion fresh out of the womb, do you think fresh experiences are enough to survive in the games as a service reality of today's climate? Is it just that Fortnite has a complete chokehold on this particular corner of gaming? Are dev sites set too high? What would it take to compete? Is it even possible at this point? So yeah, all of that kind of in line with the same thought. What what do you think, or Mike?
2: Yeah, that's another fun conversation. You know, We started to touch on it yesterday on P.S. I Love You XOXO. Remember, I asked you, Janet, Greg, and Bless of like, let's talk about a games as a service because that title gets thrown around a lot and it's kind of gray, right? Some Mm. people really define a certain games as service to themselves. Some people have more of a gray area of what that is. Is it just a multiplayer game or is it a games as a service, right? And so I think we really go back and forth on this line and it's, it's a moving target. But when we look at this, yeah, I still want people to be new. I want people to be innovative. I want people to try, right? And so we don't want that to stop, right? If we don't get another Knockout City, another Rumbleverse, and we just keep making carbon copies of Apex Legends, Call of Duty, and Fortnite, right? We're going to live in a bland, boring gaming world. But I think that shows hope, right? Right? Rumbleverse had a strong six months. I, I I'm surprised that Epic didn't put their backing and keep that team afloat for a little bit longer. Like it's just odd that they were like, oh, you know, we're done with that after six months. Mm-hmm. It's Epic Games. Yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? Why aren't we pushing this for a little bit longer? Let this team complete their vision for at least a full calendar year. Why not? Right. On the opposite side, a game like Knockout City, we should be celebrating that. That had. Blessing, tell me in the you're wrong, how long when did that actually come out? But that had a solid year, if not a good year and a half, right? Two years? Two and a half years? If if that that game made it two years, to me on the opposite side as a consumer, over
0: two years after launch. Okay, so down.
2: you've crossed, you've made it past the crossroads for me. Like a game like that, which is, hey, we're trying to be different, we're trying to be innovative. Mind you, this isn't something that is a massive multiplayer online game like World of Warcraft. This isn't battle Royales with 120 players. This is three on three, four on four dodgeball of all things, right? I'm looking, I'm not looking for this to capture the market space and go on for five years. I'm looking for you to prove. idea of concept go for two years is terrific make a little bit of money and prove that you can do it again with something different i mean that's where i stand on that so i celebrate something like that as opposed to going man that's too bad it's gone yeah right were we really playing that right now how many of all of you listening and watching we're really playing knockout city to this day
1: and i think that's where this is bittersweet for me where I love the fact that they're giving us the opportunity to play it, even past it going down. Right, if I do, so wa- if I do get the inkling yeah. to be like, "Yo, let's pick up some Knockout City next year," I can do the the private PC lobby thing, right, and pull some of my friends together, and we can play. I think for me, that's really all I want, right? Like, I want the ability to, continu- to continue to play these games. I don't need games to necessarily live forever. Knockout I, I, w- I would think it, it would be nice for Knockout City to. Have more success and live beyond that, right? Mm. I think my ideal would for it would be for it to live a whole console, ge- console generation, and then the next Ooh. generation we get Knockout City too. <laughs> you're wild, I think, I mean, but I, that wild. But I think that's that. the dream, yeah, yeah. right? Like I think when when pitching a game like Knockout City, right, or pitching any of these games that are these life service, let's give seasonal updates sort of games. I think you're pitching with the hope and idea that. We're going to try and push this thing as long as we can push it. And I think for a lot of games, that is, hey, man, let's see if we can push the whole console generation. Let's, yeah. see, let's see if we can push to the end of this thing. And then ideally get to the next console generation and put out Knockout City 2 or figure out what the next step or the different step is for, uh, uh, for your company. Um, I would have loved to see this uh, live for way more than two years, but I still think two years is a good run for a game like this.
2: Yeah, and it's interesting. I'm reading live chat right now, and Caleb it just went by, brings up Rocket League, right? That is such a different situation. I mean, it's the exact same situation, but they were able to go past two years. They were able to make this is what you're envisioning. And that's the exact example
1: where Rocket League comes out. And I think, uh, again, for for them, I'm sure they're like, we have no idea how long this is going to last. But we want this game to live. We want this game to get the reception. I think Vellum Studios looked at Knockout City and went, hey, we want Rocket League success. Whether or not they cited Rocket League specifically, who knows? But... I think they want success like that. I think anybody wants success like that, right? Yeah. Like, kind of funny, wants to live totally. as long yeah. as we can, right? Um, for Velen Studios, I think they look at that. And I think Rock Out, um, Rock Out uh, Rocket League is sort of the template for where you can go as a indie developer making this weird, unique, different live service game mm-hmm. and seeing how far you can take it. Like, how cool would it have been for Velen to get uh, to partner up with Epic, right? And have that kind of support that we have seen Rocket League get. I think those are the kind of steps. Maybe it'd be you want a Rumbleverse then. I mean, yeah, maybe. I, <laughs> right? I, true, honestly, that's true. true. Maybe it would be a, a Rumbleverse, or maybe it could be a Rocket League. I think those mm. are kind
0: of the two uh, ways to go. Absolutely, with it. You're, but, you're you're so right there. I do think an important thing to, to note is the fact that with uh, Knockout City, they're allowing you to do the the peer to peer stuff, which, which is massive, is massive, and like that deal. brings it back to what multiplayer games used to be—the Halo Two days exactly. and things like that, where it's like they're, that you're still able to play these games. They're just they're not living; they're dead games. Is, like, the law, dead service games? I don't Live, know. Yeah, don't know. dead service. <laughs> <You know? laughs> something, something there. But I do think that that is, that should be the, like, bare minimum for um, yeah. when these game these type of games shut down because they can still work on the multiplayer side with the amount of people playing currently, probably, where it's yeah. like, if you really wanted to play, you could find people to play with less, especially...
2: Here where we could set that up at any moment. And I mean, we're seeing that a lot in the games industry right now with these kind of multiplayer games, right? You can take it back to Turtle Rock or yeah, Turtle Rock with Evolve, right? And what they did with that 4v1 game. You look at Steam. You can go on Steam at any moment. $5 games galore that are four-player multiplayer games inside the back rooms. Devour I just played last night, right? All of these teams are making these multiplayer games that need some sort of server, need people to play and like, how long can they really last? How long is the development team going to put their efforts behind that before it's time to move on? Right. Like this is going to be a cycle we see forever. And now with everybody's finger on the pulse and seeing Twitter and seeing Instagram, like we're going to see this all the time, get different announcements. Right. And it's just, Hey, when you have a success like Velen studios and knockout city, what's next now. Right. And so the question would be, do you think we'll really get a knockout city too? You know what I mean? Like, no. if, if you to pass, <laughs> do, we get another one, right? Because you want this to live on but clearly it's not gonna so do you think they can come back with the number two or is this dead and gone forever
1: i would love to have like a sit down and talk with them to see like where yeah. their heads are at in terms of like how much of a success do you see knockout city as because going back to your original question of what makes a games a service a games of service versus just a multiplayer game and we talk about games like outriders where leading up to that game they're like hey no this is not a games of service yep. and sure enough right like that game wasn't that game didn't have seasons that game didn't have a battle pass i don't think they had dlc, DLC expansions right i think one or two of those but i that's a game that i'll consider a hey let's say multiplayer co-op game that has a natural end that has a dlc pack that you can play and then finish and then put it down right versus something like destiny versus some, something like even rocket league where rocket league i would say is, is a live service game i would love to have a conversation with both Velen and then anybody else who's ma- who are making games like this in this space to go how many seasons is, like, the goal, right? How many mm. seasons can you get to to where you you sit down and you're like, hey, this was a success. Is it four? Is it eight? Is it 12? Right? And, like, because... I, I could see them doing another one of these, right? Maybe not Knockout City two, but I could see them doing something else in the Knockout a City prequel. universe, mm. like a Knockout like a, Asylum. A knock, exactly. You're oh man, that's actually really good. Band that's band. really good. But I could see them doing a hey, let's not do that. Let's do Ultimate Frisbee, the video game, and yeah, have it be yeah. as arcadey as Knockout City and all this stuff, right? What is your other? What are your other ideas that are as Kickball. unique and as I would love a kickball game. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean,
2: I think that's one like you look at what works and what doesn't work, right? And we can talk about that. Dodgeball, 4v4, which is a essentially a team arena shooter is what that was, yeah. just with dodgeball skin on it. Yeah. It clearly worked, right? Then we go to Rumbleverse, and we liked Rumbleverse, but we just saw a fighting game meets Battle Royale. Like, that's what that game was right there. When we talked with the Adams, that was the thought process behind it coming from Killer Instinct, right? That didn't work. Right? We can say that right now. Six months in, clearly it didn't work. There was people that liked it and followed it, but not enough to keep that going, right? So that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Rocket League is soccer, but with RC cars. That worked, right? So we're starting to put little pins on things that work and don't work, and we're trying new things, which is great. But we'll come back to the same age-old adage of, like, what works, what doesn't, and how long do you really want to go for it? mm-hmm. It's all about the production, too. Halo Infinite, we talked about, right? Mm-hmm. That team had a great game an incredible multiplayer, but they were behind the eight ball when it came to the games of service and just content. We don't have to call games of service. It's just content after you drop that, right? Yeah. And so now we look at it as you'd love to sit down with Velen Studios and go, how long did you really want to go for, right? What was the goal here?
0: They wanted to at least get to the Winter Soldier. Like, that was their goal. Like, let's get him in the game, you know? Exactly. Oh, man.
2: What's the thought process? What's the plan? You'd love to sit down with all of these studios. Friday the 13th, Ghostbusters, the game that Greg's playing, right? It's like, Hey, let's talk about it, Lphonic. Like, what is the dream here? What's the guarantee that you have right now in the pipeline? Is it one year? What do we got? Can you do it? And then after that, is there question marks or do you know where you're gonna go? You know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's such a fun landscape that we live in now because we get to try these new games, which I'm really passionate and excited about. You and I love Knockout City. We liked Rumbleverse. We want game developers to try new things and Things like Game Pass allow them to do that, right? You get that check from Xbox. You get that guaranteed player base. Hopefully they come and try your games, right? Hi-Fi Rush, we're looking at you, right? That game was $30 at launch. Bless, and you know, I'm not a rhythm action guy. I would have never bought that game or played that game. If it wasn't for Game Pass, I'm able to do that, right? Mm-hmm. So like we have these small pieces that will allow developers to try and we want to encourage them to try. But we also live in a landscape where you see studios shutting down that, left and right, games dying. And it's like, it's a real tough one to look at you and be like, Tim, I'm going to make a water polo game. And you're like, shit, Mike, that's a great idea, but
1: I don't think it's going to work. And that's, you know? that's, the, that's the thing. And that's the thing that's interesting about being in February, 2023 and you look through and Gamatsu has a tweet where they uh, uh, detail all the different games that have been canned in the last weekish right and they list Apex Legends Mobile, Battlefield Mobile, <laughs> Crime Site a game that I didn't know existed, Crossfire X, uh Dragon Quest the Adventure of, of Die, a Hero's Bond, Echo VR, Knockout City, Love Live School Idol Festival, Rumbleverse and then they even li- they didn't even list Back for Blood. Uh and then event Avengers was uh what a, a couple weeks ago. That is wild. That that is
0: literally the last week and it didn't even include the games
1: yeah. that you just said. Yeah. That is man. And you know, you talk about the, how fun of a landscape it can be, right? When you have de- 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 developers working on these games where it is, all right, does RC uh, soccer work? Hey, it does. Hey, does uh, wrestling fighting work? Hey, like, maybe a little bit, but not enough to last less, more than six months right now. Do we see developers stop experimenting as much with where the landscape is at right now? Because it seems volatile. It seems like right now we're in a place where things are just not sticking and you need a bit more money and guaranteed success. Or am I being too, I guess, too much of a downer on this?
0: No, I, I think you're being a little bit down on it, just because of like it goes back to what is their goals. Yeah, and I, in my mind, I think that they made their money, whatever the the main amount of money they were going to make, and that started trickling down, 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 and it hit that point where across the line where it's like it's not worth us to keep investing in this for the amount of yeah. money we're bringing in. It's not enough to to sustain it all. So I feel like we're gonna get more. I don't know this, but I I'm willing to bet that they would see Rumbleverse and Knockout City as a success.
1: I don't yeah. I would say on, that about Knockout City, Rumbleverse. I don't know, man. I don't like. I don't think anybody wanted Rumbleverse only last six months. Yeah,
0: not not the last, but I feel one. like, but still, then getting that upfront, mm-hmm. getting the, the the money in the beginning, I I think that they would have made enough that it was like that was worth it. That we'll see that team make another game, another similar oh, yeah. game. Yeah,
2: and I, mm-hmm. I'm in an interesting spot of like you know. I know we talk about, like, EA bad, right? But, like, without EA funding that team at Velen, we wouldn't have gotten Knockout City, right? Like, that team made Mario Kart VR for your little Nintendo Switch system. Like, that team never was going to get that off the ground to where it was. Epic Games, (laughs) (laughs) Epic games coming in and helping Iron Galaxy make Rumbleverse, right? Like, these studios would probably tell you, man, shout-out to those guys for taking a chance on us, right? Like, I went to EA, one of the biggest game publishers in the world, and was like... I'm going to make a dodgeball game. And they were like, we're going to give you a dump truck full of money. You know what I mean? Like we want more of these publishers to take chances and take risks, especially mm-hmm. when you're sitting at the top of the throne, like EA, Ubisoft, Xbox, but there's all these places take risks, go with the fat passion projects. Cause we're seeing they're working right now. Oh yeah. Pentiment Success. Grounded, success, right? High-five rush, rush, success. These are games that are out of the normal, that are a passion project with a small team that somebody took a chance on. So keep taking chances on that. But yeah, look at this landscape, and I think it's just so many games. People have brought up multiverses.
1: When was the last time
2: we talked about that? Is that still going to go? It's got a lot of IP on that, right?
1: Multiverses... I think multiverses is in a safer place because it is WB and these WB properties. But also, yeah, multiverses could be next because, yeah, when was the last time we talked about it? It, Are the updates doing what they want the updates to be doing? Because I could not tell you who the last person added to multiverses is. And I could tell you in August.
0: Do we have a story like this about multiverses
1: in 2023? In
2: 2023, Damn. I mean, how many Evo's had they had? Just one Evo so far with Mops. And that was and that it? was
1: barely an Evo, because that was like that exactly. was their launch.
2: So like my, my heart is like, I hope they make it to Evo, because that's the big fighting game showcase. Oh, yeah. You would hope a game like that, that blessing has been like, yo, it's a dope game with dope mm-hmm. characters. You make it to Evo, right? If I'm in the fighting game world, my goal with my game is let's make it to Evo, get in front of a larger audience, hopefully ride that high for another couple of months, and then we fight back again to try to make it back again, right? To so mm-hmm. the next the ch- big cycle.
0: The chat seems pretty damn sure it's not going to last.
2: <laughs> uh, really, <laughs> chat? Yeah. I don't think that will happen. Chat, there, I, I think I've that will be dumb.
0: two people think that it's going to last
1: past twenty twenty three. But everyone else, when would, I, I'd have to check to see what the last thing because are they do, are, do they still have the consistent updates for multiverses? I think that's my big question. Because mm-hmm. if they've if they've added some big names to multiverses and we've just not covered them, then I think that speaks to um, a little bit to Doom, but. Again, that's a game that's in a bit safer hands when it ta- when you're talking about a game that has oh mm-hmm. <laughs> Rumble versus the safe hands too. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> a tough thing. Th- it is <laughs> tough,
0: and like the thing is, we don't know what we don't know. Exactly. And honestly, we hear about Rocket League and we know it's a success. We're not playing Rocket League. You no, might be. Sure. I don't know. But, I mean, I tried, but I'm bad at it. But, but my point is, like, if, if Rocket League was not succeeding, we wouldn't know that unless we got a uh, we were reading a headline that was like Rocket League has been shut down. For
1: sure. You yeah. get what I'm saying? But uh, I think the difference for me is that like. You know, Rocket League. I'm. You were probably in in the first year or so, right? Mm-hmm, and then like, or oh, mm-hmm. Rocket League's existed for so long now that like, you know, if you're playing Rocket League, uh, Rocket League exists in perpetuity. It's like Fortnite, where like Rocket League, it's fine. Live. It's in yeah. the background. Um, Multiverses just came out, right? And I'm I'm the target audience for Multiverses. I think multiple multiple of us here at Kind of Funny are target audience for Multiverses and are we playing Multiverses. I don't I don't know any of my friends currently that are logging back into Multiverses. Even the ones that I know were super into it. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, the, the 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 tough thing about it, regarding how long it's going to live for me, is the fact that you are having these WB characters, right? And they are like, WB put in a, in a level of commitment to this in terms of supporting it as a WB game with these properties and all this stuff. That I could see them being like, hey, yeah, let's push this for a year or two and see, like, see see if it sticks, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, but, but-
2: you say that, and we just
1: saw Epic Games
2: pull the plug on Rumbleverse. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, we're talking about gigantic companies that could. They could fund that game until eternity if they really wanted to. But they're also like, at the same time, hey, if it ain't making dollars, it's not making sense. I'll gladly stop that and we move on.
0: You know, I do think, uh, I know we're going a little long on this, but I think this is a really, really good conversation. I I think that another factor that we need to talk about is the reality of the state of the world right now, where not only are we covering these cancellation stories every day, we're also covering layoff stories. We're also covering acquisition stories. And I think that there is a story of all of those things affecting each other, where was it layoffs that affected some of the cancellations of these games that we're talking
1: about? Oh, 1,000%. Right? And with that, it's like, cool. I mean, that's wh- what happened to the Apex uh, Legend or Apex, no, Timefall Legends game, right? Like, that was uh, layoffs that happened uh, uh, there, and then also with the Halo being uh, rebooted thing, right? But see, what gets complicated there is Chicken and the egg.
0: Did the layoffs cause the cancellation or did the cancellation cause the layoffs? Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? And, like, is there a difference? There is. But when you look at the – when you start asking why these things are happening, I think it's uh, important to note, like, with Warner Brothers, they have had a round of layoffs. Like, we, they were part of the big ones of the last, like, couple months. But I do not think it's over. Mm -hmm. And with all the acquisitions in the ridiculously convoluted place that Warner and Discovery and all of them are right now, like – that makes me really hesitant on multiverses, even though I'm with
1: you that I think multiverses almost has, like, plot armor to it. it whereas... has little, I think it has comparative, like, a little bit more plot armor compared to, I mean, uh, Knockout City and even Rumbleverse. But I'm not convinced that also makes it to the end of 2023. And, yeah, so that's there's just so much at play that, that at
0: any moment something bad could happen, but...
2: Yeah, I want to leave uh, with this. You know, there's one game that stood the test of time, and that's Hood, Outlaws, and Legends. Okay, I bought four of here, copies Harry. of that for me and my friends, in that game Is that was, game still up? Is that game that still going? That game still up. It God took a chance, it. Tim. They said, you know what? We're going to make Assassin's Creed multiplayer yeah. with a crazy heist mm-hmm. twist. And you know what? We did it. I bought four copies, and I kept that game afloat, baby! Like uh, That game's
1: still going because nobody's in it, so they're not even paying for the servers.
2: <laughs> so Mike, Mike is keeping <laughs>
0: games alive, everybody. And you can keep games media alive by going to (laughs) patreon.com slash kind of funny getting this show ad free but for everyone else here's a word from our sponsor Shout out to Grammarly for sponsoring this episode. From essays to emails, Grammarly's communication assistance can help you write with confidence. Grammarly is a must-have for every student. Best of all, it's free to download and works on all your favorite devices and apps. A ton of us here at Kind of Funny have been using Grammarly for years, and Joey specifically is a huge fan. She says, and I quote, Grammarly is used with everything emails tweets even writing our weekly schedule sometimes my brain works faster than my fingers and it's nice to have a second set of eyes The free versions of Grammarly offers comprehensive writing suggestions a tone detector and a synonym feature all to help you proofread your work as you write so you can be sure it's mistake-free and polished before submitting Grammarly Premium comes with advanced features like clarity full sentence rewrites which flag and rephrase hard to read sentences Premium even comes with plagiarism detection from essays, and projects to emails and presentations. Improve your grades this semester with Grammarly. You can sign up for an account today at Grammarly.com slash kind of funny and get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade it to Grammarly Premium. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y.com slash kind of funny. Grammarly.com slash kind of funny. Number three, The Last of Us Part 1's PC port has been delayed. This comes from George Yang at IGN. Naughty Dog has announced the PC version of the game will be delayed by a few weeks from its original March 3rd release to March 28th. Hearing your love for the HBO adaptation, seeing your beautiful photo mode shots, and... Learning about how the world and characters our studio created nearly a decade ago continue to reach new and old fans alike. Floors us every day, Naughty Dog said in a statement. Uh, quick aside from me, did you see the, the promo for Saturday Night Live? yes Wait, which one because
1: i've seen multiple the, of them now. the one
0: that like has the the clicker from last of us and like, there's multiple they, though there's one
1: uh, where he's dancing with the clicker and then there's another one where he's like about to like uh i think smash the guy's head that's the one I yeah thought. i've seen that one yeah it's just wild that last of us it's so weird is getting
0: snl coverage as like the main draw and like the sn i mean i haven't i think that we talked about this a couple of days ago that there's the a weird thing of like you don't really hear about snl but, like, this feels more in our world. Like, for yeah. some reason, we're all excited about Pedro Pascal hosting, where like, it's like, people host every week. <laughs> I'm, never, I'm not watching the episode, but I'm so excited, I'm excited about excited, it. Yeah. It feels like we're winning, and it's like, what the fuck? Why? Like, yeah. that's
1: such a weird thing. But uh, it, Good it's Good for Lastless. I it's think it's real. because we're such Lastless fans, We're Lastless right? and Like, it's so cool it's like, seeing it. Like, it's weird because I would have already considered Lastless mainstream, but now it's, like, on, on another level of mainstream. Where it's, it's like SNL. It's SNL,
0: yeah. It, it, in some ways, it feels like they're presenting it as if the draw to SNL is, is last, the last, of us, the last of Us, yeah. Which, I get it. It makes sense if people have their thoughts on SNL. If you're being honest, that's a really big it's deal. It's pretty cool. That's really damn cool. Anyways, uh, we know a lot of you've been revisiting the story that started it all with Last of Us Part 1 on the PlayStation 5 console. I love how they say that.
1: We know <laughs> so by that they mean they fucking know, baby. Oh, everything yeah. we've been
0: saying. Those sales
1: numbers are going through the roof. You think Jim Ryan is like Scrooge McDucking into like a pile of money right now? Oh yeah, He's fucking swimming in coins. Oh my god, they're inventing new coins <laughs> just to be able <laughs> it's to. Like we need
0: of, we need ten dollar coins. We, we need hundred dollar coins. This shit out, dude. Uh, we know a lot. Of you've been playing. though, Like I was saying, uh, we. And we realize many of you have been excited to jump in, some for the first time, when Part 1 hits PC. Uh, the studio continued, we want to make sure that The Last of Us Part 1 PC debut is in the best shape possible. These additional few weeks will allow us to ensure this version of The Last of Us lives up to your and our standards. Good. Yep. Yep. Obviously, Take your time. Especially, I think, you know, we, we can say this till our, our, our faces are blue. delay games until they're ready. We all stand by that. We all believe that. But I think it's especially important right now for PlayStation to get its PC ports perfect. Like Mm -hmm. they are ushering in a new era of PlayStation IP and this mainstream side of things with the movies and TV side of stuff. But then also with their dedication that they've now proven to commit to the PC side. Something that none of us could have ever called even five years ago. Right. Imagining first party PlayStation games coming to PC Mm-hmm. felt like no way no way that's like a nintendo game coming yeah. to pc how we
1: feel about that now it's like no way that's ever gonna fucking happen i mean does that ever happen i don't think so like no, maybe not in the next seven years but maybe eight years from now i could, I could see a nintendo game hitting the pc maybe one of them maybe like one of them hit pc uh, yeah i don't know I, it's me mario odyssey on pc nintendo.
0: <laughs> it's really really interesting to think about and like nintendo is super weird but like i was saying we would have been talking the same way about playstation just a couple years oh, yeah. ago But now there's that conversation where the the ports are great, they're getting amazing sales, they are hitting new audiences, and they're revitalizing old audiences to want to play the games again to get even more familiarized with the the characters, which I've talked about a million times uh, about the MCU. I think one of its greatest strengths is its rewatchability and how it all adds to itself, where there's an inherent conversation all the time that new products make the old ones more relevant. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of just getting, you're really in the ecosystem of those movies. So we're invested in Scarlet Witch as a character, you know, and like the more we see her, we get retroactively more invested in her and her story. So I think that PlayStation games work the exact same way of the more we play The Last of Us, the more we're in that world. Yeah. You know, the more we we really care and are the more excited we are, For the next products in that world whether it's factions or the next season of the show or a pc port and being like you know what i am going to replay it again i'm going to replay spider-man
1: again yeah i mean there's a reason why me and you are such big mario fans right or such big metal gear fans and of course different era different space in which those games came out in but i think that contributes to the idea that we played mario 3 how many times i couldn't tell you right i probably played through 50 times right maybe hundreds of times um we played Metal Gear solid the through the series like how many times right and we are such big fans of that. I'm, we're such big fans of Mario, despite Mario barely being like that much of a character in terms of like what's happening in the story of the Mario world. No, we just love that character because we've been in that. We've literally been in that character's shoes uh, in all these different games, right? We're playing them over and over again, and whenever we see that Mario like icon pop up, right? We look at the Super Mario Brothers movie and we're like, "Oh man, I'm gonna devote my whole life to this thing." Same with Sonic, right? Yeah. We're like, "Oh shit, so, a Sonic thing? Cool. Let's uh, let's get it." The Last of Us. It being around for so long, right? I could never. I, I don't think I could have ever called uh, being in. It was either what 2011, 2012, when we got that um, Last of Us debut trailer at the Spike uh, Video Game Awards. Mm-hmm. I would never have called watching that trailer going a decade from now. I'm still going to be living in the year of the Last of Us, right? With a TV show and a, and a port in a remake and all this stuff. Um, yeah, good, good, good on Naughty Dog. Good on the Last of Us. Where's factions? <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, me I, that's it's really interesting that we, we're we in this year, man. We're gonna get factions blessed, and I'm excited for it. But yeah, I, this I'm excited to see this PC version of this game as well because, like, mm-hmm. it's gonna be
1: you can play that on your widescreen monitor, your I want it
0: maybe for a couple of minutes. I
1: just okay. want to dabble.
0: I don't even know if it has ultra widescreen support, but I would oh, like to. Oh, they got it.
1: I, yeah, they gotta give it that.
0: I don't know,
1: I don't know, we'll see.
0: Uh, but speaking of support, Hi Fi Rush's Steam Deck verified. This is story number four. Chai and the gang are all on deck. Hi-Fi Rush is verified on Steam Deck, so you can rock out anywhere. Really exciting stuff. Now, I need to pause for a moment of ignorance. Bless. What up? What exactly does this mean for people that <laughs> don't understand? <laughs> so
1: Steam Deck Verified just means that it's officially um, it's officially working on Steam Deck. There's a lot of games that when you uh, find them on the Steam Deck or on the Steam store on your Steam Deck, they'll have like a yellow exclamation point or like, we'll have another thing being like, hey, this game either doesn't work or we've not tested it, we have no idea. For a lot of new games... Uh, because of how much goes into releasing games, developers just don't have the time to go, alright, now let's try this out on the Steam Deck and play through it to make sure that there aren't real weird bugs or anything because that happens a lot with games that aren't tested out on the Steam Deck because the Steam Deck is such a different kind of device. Uh, so it being verified just means that uh, over at the studio, um, Tango Gameworks or maybe Steam, I'm not sure which all the time, but People, people officially played through the game and tested everything out, like QA'd it to make sure that hey, this works flawlessly on the Steam Deck, so you can play it without worrying about frame rate or anything. In your experience, has that been the case? Yes.
0: Yeah. So if if it's Steam Deck verified,
1: you expect that it's going to run on the Steam Deck as well as uh, a game runs. Yeah, it's going to run as well as it should, right? Maybe it's not going to run as well as, like, a PS5 or, like, an actual, you know, fantastic PC, but it's going to run in a way that the developers are like, yeah, no, the game should be played like this, or the game can at least be played like this, and we're confident in it. You can pick it up and play it.
0: Very cool. So, High Five Rush, what do you think it being on Steam is going to do for the success of this game? Because obviously we talk a lot about the Game Pass side of things, the Mm -hmm. Xbox console side of things, but it also being available for purchase on Steam, do you think this being... Do you see this being a big
1: seller? uh, yeah, I mean, the steam deck i i I want to know what the story has been with the Steam deck in the last, let's say three months of video game releases because I, th- I think early on we saw a lot in terms of people picking up games like elden ring right or like games like uh rogue legacy 2 uh, neon white i think there have been boosts for those games when it comes to the steam deck i don't know what what that story has been in the last three months i'm sure plenty of people are going to pick it up on steam and pick it up to play on the steam deck um but i wonder how that shakes out because for hi-fi rush right one of the big draws is game pass and game pass is available on the steam deck but only through cloud gaming And I've done that with HiFi Rush, and it actually works pretty well, but there are places where if your Wi-Fi or your internet isn't up to speed, you might have some hitches here and there in some moments. Like, I was doing a QTE uh, moment where it's, like, there's, like, a spin thing, and you had to hit the, like, the um, icons on beat, and it took me four tries to get it on cloud gaming versus I would have gotten that first try if I was playing that natively. Um, So, you have weird weird things like that that uh, that make xbox style gaming for hi-fi rush maybe not the perfect way to play the game but i think it is a viable way if you're just like playing it casually but um with that i think it's gonna be interesting to see the steam audience and how much they take to it there was the steam top 10 sales charts we talked about um uh, a little bit ago that had hi-fi rush on there yeah right i don't know the context of that yeah it's just the, the weird thing of what Dead Space is on there multiple times of the different uh, iterations, and we were talking about it in the context of For Spoken being on there too, but not being on there as high as High fi like Hi-Fi Rush. Rush
0: was higher than For Spoken, which yes. does tell a story. For Spoken, as far as I know, being exclusive to like the only way you can play it would be Steam or PS Five. Yes, it, it might be on Epic Game Store and things like that too. I don't know if it's Steam exclusive on PC, but mm-hmm.
1: but that's also like a full price game versus High fi yep. Rush, which isn't is like a thirty dollar game. For Spoken also having. Pre-orders, which I believe are marked separately on that list than non-pre-orders and hi-fi that rush is not having to be pre-ordered. Point. But a lot of weird factors that said, people are buying Hi-Fi Rush on Steam. Like that is at the very at the very least, we know that yes. based on that top 10. Um, which I think would mean people are probably gonna show up for it on the Steam Deck. Um, I'm see, curious I, to see if that if you see an actual boost though. See, Dorian chess says I bought it on Steam and Steam Deck was definitely a
0: factor. There you go. So I do think that there, I mean, there's undeniably I don't think it's the biggest market share in the world because not everybody has a Steam Deck. But there is a share, though. Everybody that has a Steam Deck Mm. wants to play games on the Steam Deck. So I do think it is going to create uh, more demand for games being bought on Steam than we've had before because there's people that want to play things in that way. It reminds me of when the Switch first came out and we had Breath of the Wild, and then we're all like, I'm gonna buy every fucking eShop game there is, <laughs> yeah.
1: Because I just want to try it all. You know, I just want more shit to play on this. So I, I think I'm still that, in that place where, where we get codes and it'll be, hey, do you want a PC code, PlayStation code, or Xbox code? I still oftentimes consider PC, and I never did that before I got the Steam Deck. Yeah.
0: Um, final news story of the day: It Takes Two has sold 10 million copies. Our minds are officially blown. It Takes Two has sold over 10. Exclamation point, Million. Potentially twice as many players have enjoyed our game. We never dared to dream of so many fans. Thank you for all the love. This comes from Hayes Light Games Twitter.
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Good for a Takes too. This goes back to what we were talking about with Mike in terms of experimental games and different and unique games and putting those out there. It was a conversation I had with Mike on XCast when we were reviewing Hi-Fi Rush, and one of the things that we brought up was the idea that I think these ga- these types of games are very important because it'll it'll be these, ki- these kind of games that will inspire other games going forward and really bring in new mechanics new ideas right like i think because of i mean hi-fi rush alone is a game that takes inspiration from a lot of unique games right And unique properties i should say because there's persona 5 elements to it there's spider elements Agent. to it there's elite beat agents elements to it there's jojo references there's left shark references for some reason there's like there's so much that goes into hi-fi rush that said hi-fi rush Being the game that it is, I think it's going to go on to inspire other games as well. I think you you might see other uh, developers look at Hi-Fi Rush and go, wow, how do we take what this game does with either story or with this animation or with maybe it's rhythm action and and implement that into our games, right? It Takes Two is another one where there there are very few games like It Takes Two I would like to see more developers look at games like It Takes Two or Hi-Fi Rush or all these different unique games that we're talking about, and go, "Hey, what are these games doing right? How do we apply this to our AAA games? Because they've proven that they're able to do it with their AAA game. And It Takes Two, I think, is going to be a um, uh, is going to be a big one because that one game of the year at the Game Awards and it has sold 10 million copies. It's a proven it's a proven product. Um, so and I'll, it's being made into a movie. It, yeah, and it's being made it's being adapted. Um, I think there's something there. I would. I'm very curious to see if we see other big projects look at it takes two and go let's try and replicate this success how do we how do we what, what can we learn from it takes two yeah
0: absolutely well bless tim Want to know what Hayes Light's working on next that might be so far away unfortunately unfortunately but if i want to know what's coming to mama grab shops today where would i look
1: you would look toward the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday Yeah. Yeah.
2: Out today.
0: We have Spellforce Conquest of EO on PC. We have Helveti on PC, PS4, and Switch. We have Joe Wander in the Enigmatic Adventures on PS5, (laughs) Xbox Series X, and PC, and Sport and Fun Swimming on Switch.
1: Oh, I love the Sport and Fun franchise. Sport and Fun. I didn't know swimming was coming out today. (laughs) I got to get on that.
0: Oh, my God. I love that Mike brought up water polo earlier. This man uses a snow bike. Remember the first time you heard that, and you're like, "What the fuck is that?"
1: I, I, I never even thought about the fact that his name was Snow Egg Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you're having that moment live like, right now. I'm like, wait a second, yeah, what the fuck was he just riding snow bikes all the time in Tahoe? Oh yeah, good for him. Mm-hmm. Wait, have mm-hmm. you ever heard of a snow bike? Like when we say that, are you like, "Oh yeah, that's a thing"? That's like um, it's like a jet ski on land, right? <laughs> for snow? So no, no, <laughs> that's, that's
0: a snowmobile. snowmobile. Oh wait, what the fuck is a snow bike? Yeah, dude. Exactly. Kev, can you bring up Snowbike Mike the movie, please? Yeah. Thank you. The Wait, Snowbike, Sn- Mike <laughs> Snowbike Mike has a movie? Just YouTube Snowbike Mike the movie. Yeah. Um, deals of the day for you. Uh, no, no, new dates for you. Dredge launches for Xbox One and Series X, PS4, PS5, Switch, and PC on March 30th. <laughs> what? <laughs> just, the idea of Snowbike Mike the movie is really funny to me. <laughs> um, this October. Serious.
1: No, no, no. It's like he's serious. This. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now.
0: Oh, right, it's a real video. Yeah uh deals of the day epic game stores confirmed its next retitle is recipe for disaster it'll be free to claim from epics pc marketplace My
2: coward!
1: look at this sorry. young boy
2: sorry sorry i didn't mean for that to start you want me to play it <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah yeah no no audio please oh really
2: all right <laughs> uh, yeah. you know what fuck give, me, say that. Say give say me the, the My coward, ladies and gentlemen oh i'll stop it now
1: look at this winnie the pooh motherfucker uh, okay, I didn't know what a snow bike was, apparently. Uh, yeah. Very few people did. What the fuck? Yeah. This, this is not fun. what I thought it was. They're a lot of fun. Huh. It, for audio listeners, it's like, a two, like, it's like a bike connected to two snowboards instead of wheels. Look at Mike go, dude.
0: Shun the narnar. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> so yeah, the snow bike is real, and Mike uses it, everybody.
1: Uh, the movie was also real. I believe it was DVD and sold for something like $5
0: you're lying you're no, joking no, no,
1: uh, how, how do you miss all these stories yeah no i'm serious huh
0: yeah god bless mike you can catch mike on the stream right after this the boys getting into some elden ring continuing that so that's super fun um all right <laughs> andy, andy ever ever stops playing elden ring never 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 good for him <laughs> um reader mail for you everybody remember you can go to kind of slash kfgd to get your questions read on the show just like Is this the one you wanted me to go for? or go for J-Maz. J-Maz, all right, cool. J-Maz says, inspired by some of Jake's Bakes Cakes questions, I thought we could play a little game. Since it's not only review season, but also kind of prediction season, I was wondering how you think the next non-DLC installment or game from PlayStation Studios will review compared to the last game. Better, worse, or the same? Oh, what a great question, J-Maz. So, Horizon Forbidden West, Horizon 3. Will it review better, worse, or the same?
1: I think Horizon Three will review better than Horizon Forbidden West. Actually, what's the what's the Metacritic for Horizon Forbidden West? I guess that's what I'm, I'm going to say the same. I feel like Horizon has achieved its at the peak of its achievement. I okay. So right now, ooh, Forbidden West is at an 88, which is actually really high. Um, I think horizon can still get better i as much as i love horizon forbidden west right And horizon Forbi- forbidden west i would say for me is leaps and bounds better than horizon zero dawn uh there are certain things that i still think that game could have done better in terms of some of the story components you know like i didn't i didn't really like the ending uh that much of forbidden west and then there's also a group of characters in forbidden west that i still feel like fit weirdly uh, uh into the into the overall story there's that there's like stuff in forbidden west that feels like it's leading you toward more companion stuff and like granted there's a little bit of that in terms of like personal missions for characters that you can do but um i feel like that was a little bit of a letdown for me when i got to like the base in forbidden west it was me talking to these characters and being like oh man you guys wanted to go mass effect but you didn't go all the way mass effect so now Mm -hmm. i'm I'm left feeling wanting um that i want a little bit more out of um and then i don't know i feel like I feel like you. I feel like you can go harder, right? I feel like I feel like there are certain things in terms of making the world feel a, bit, a little bit more involved and like stuff they did with the with some of the gliding stuff and some of the climbing stuff. I think you can make the open world traversal even more uh, engaging than even what it is in, in Forbidden West.
0: So I'm gonna say higher. Yeah, I think that those tweaks for the third iteration of a game aren't the type of tweaks that. Bump up the Metacritic though. Mm-hmm. I think that like Metacritic bumping up for the third sequel is more story based than anything yeah. in characters and performance and all that. Whereas like some of those gameplay things, I think it's kind of like graded on a curve a bit. When you're talking about the third entry, sure. so I, I would say I would say around the same. Uh,
1: God of War Ragnarok to the next God of War. Mm. It's rough, dude. I don't I, know. I'm gonna say the next God of War doesn't review as highly as the next as. It's either gonna be not as high or the same. I don't think it'll exceed God of War Ragnarok. I don't either. I I think it'll review
0: a little bit less. Mm -hmm. But I I think again we're talking about the third thirds are hard. Yeah. Really, really, really and like this
1: game is going to whatever the next God of War is. I don't know if that's gonna feel like a third entry. You know, that might feel like another almost like another reboot. You know, I'm sure mechanically it'll be similar and all that stuff, but I don't know. This God of War, the God of War games we just got feel like a duology, right? Whereas whatever the next game is, I think might feel dynamically different in terms of narrative and story. That is a good point. If it does something that is very different, Mm -hmm.
0: it could review higher. Higher? If it does something completely different, it's its own thing, it it does it again. If it God of War 2018, God of War... I oh man yeah I, don't, I feel like that's goddamn near impossible. I think it's impossible, but you bringing up the duology thing mm-hmm. is that just gives me a little bit of, of evidence there. Of like I think they could make a, a different style game, but um, I don't think that's likely. I, yeah. I think that it's gonna be gonna be a little. What bit... about
1: a non God of War, the uh, Sony Santa Monica game? If they go new IP, do you think it could do? James even puts out here next God of War or next uh, Santa Monica game. Again, for me, next Sony Santa Monica game, I still don't think does as good as, as God of War. Ragnarok. I don't either. I'm with you on that. That's I don't a, they're know why. in a tough place. I think yeah. it's just because God of War Ragnarok, it's like, how do you even, how, where do you go from here? Yeah, totally. Like, I would love to see them match it or, or um, you know, overtake it, but that's a large ask.
0: Yeah, yeah. Next up, we have Last of Us Part 2 to the next Naughty Dog game.
1: Ooh, what is Last of Us Part Two's Metacritic?
0: This is one that I'm really um, stuck on because my instinct is to say it will be better. And that's just because I just believe in Naughty Dog that much. And I feel like when you look at their last couple projects, how much better last of Us, or Uncharted 4 was than the other Un- Uncharted games in terms of the thing that I think people review about, mm-hmm. which is the story and the characters and the presentation stuff. I think that Naughty Dog has proven from the pipeline of Last of Us to Uncharted 4 to Lost Legacy to um, Left Behind in there somewhere and then Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine their next game not being better.
1: Now, when we say next game, are we talking about next single-player game, or are we talking about last multiplayer? Ooh,
0: that's interesting. Because if we're
1: talking about multiplayer, I'm saying less. I'm not talking about factions. Okay. That's Yeah, that, I'm talking about their next,
0: next single-player game. Yeah, factions, I, I don't have enough information on that one to, yeah. to say yet. H- having said that, though, I with the way Niels talked about factions, I would not be surprised if it is unlike anything we've ever seen before, and that it is, if it speaks to me... Mm -hmm. More than a Last of Us multiplayer game ever could. Where I -hmm. I expect it to have substantial story content. Not just like lore-based stuff and like, oh, you kind of get some things in match or whatever. I I think that we're going to get real, heavy,
1: Mm -hmm. translatable
0: to HBO (laughs) story in factions.
1: I think factions is going to do well. I don't think it's going to hit 93 on Metacritic because that's what Last of Us Part 2 is at. But when we're talking about Naughty Dog next single-player game... I'm going to say it's going to do the same. I think it'll hit a 93 as well. I think yeah. Naughty Dog is pretty consistent. I think they found their flow in terms of what Naughty Dog presentation, gameplay, and all that stuff looks like. I think the real interesting thing that is going to be graded um, uh, is going to be story when it comes to the next Naughty Dog game. Yes. You know, like I think the story is the place where they could either falter or they could... Again, like go above and beyond. Last is, last is part two, right? Like I think that's the thing that hits personally for a lot of people. Where I'm sure, even in these reviews, I'm sure there's plenty of people that were like, "Yeah, this is an attempt for me because of story." Um, how the next Naughty Dog game does in terms of story is going to it, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Returnal, to the next House Mark title.
1: Ooh, what did Returnal do? I love this one. I'm gonna say no. So Returnal on Metacritic was an 86. Oof. Yeah, I'm still going to say no. I'm going to say it does better. Yeah. I think Mark uh, can only go up from here. And I say that as somebody who fucking loves Returnal. right? And I, I guess we didn't have our review scores back then, but I would have given it a 5 out of 5. Um, I, how, that was Mark's first AAA yeah. effort. And like if that's their first effort, what's their second and third ones? What are those going to be?
0: Do you think their next efforts are going to be that, or do you think they're going to be smaller titles? Because I, I, for some reason,
1: feel like they're going to have a couple smaller ones before another big one. I think they're gonna have another another big one. I think they I think Returnal was such success for them. Um, and yeah, like I, I think they want to have more of those. I think they they want to mess around and like for me, the uh, house mark is the almost like the hi fi rush type of studio, right? Where it is, yeah. hey, we're Sony first party, but we're kind of doing our own thing to some extent. We're being experimental, and I think that works so well for Returnal, where Returnal was this third person action roguelite shooter in space that had a really cool story and really cool stuff going uh, going on to it. I think they're going to want to chase that and do another quote-unquote arcade-style game. Is a roguelite? Is it not? Who knows? Um, but I think for them, Returnal is them just getting started. I think putting out Returnal is them learning the PS5 hardware, learning how to make a AAA game, kind of getting their feet wet, and knocking out uh, out the park. I think whatever they do next might even have more story injected into it, and I think it'll be them... Again, having fun with with what they do best, which is the uh, the arcade shit, right? How do we make a replayable game as fun as possible?
0: I'm having so much fun with this, Bless, mm-hmm. that I'm calling it right now. Wow, you're calling it right now? There's a, there's a whole bunch more here, but I'm going to stop. Oh, man. I'm are going to make this the next episode of the kind of funny games cast topic oh, and I'm going to add even more to this I love on the this. Xbox and Nintendo side because I do think there's a this there's a lot of conversation we had I want to know Greg's thoughts I want to know Andy's thoughts let's do it that sounds like a good time I Stay love tune to that next week everybody um, and thank you J
1: Mass for an absolutely incredible question and write in more questions like this I yes. love when we get these types of questions yes these are very like good Friday conversations uh, shout out Jake Bakes Cakes for for uh, leading that effort shout out J Mass for writing with another good one if you have questions and you have if you have interesting conversational topics write in kind of funny.com slash kfgd yes please do uh now it's time to do a
0: little thing i like to call you're wrong uh you can go to kind of com slash you're wrong to let us know what we got wrong as we screwed it up live uh nido 39 says forespoken is on both epic and steam thank you for that (laughs) um Noel says, Steam Deck Verified means the game's been tested by Valve, not the developer. Gotcha. And is playable out of the box with no manual tweaks required by the user. That's great. Good to
1: know. Um, Nano says, it was Jimmy John's who hunted the endangered animals. Appreciate that, Nano. Um... Uh, Tim,
0: for you, Tim, says, Tim seemed quite distraught a couple weeks ago and no one corrected it, but Zone of the Enders 2 has an 82 on Metacritic. The 71 that Blessing pointed out was from the PS4 re release uh, mm. on Open That makes sense. And on, an 82, I could live with that. Okay. But a 71,
1: <laughs> no, everybody. Um,. Uh, (laughs) this isn't a you're wrong but I'll throw it in there Hood Outlaws and Legends currently has a peak player count of 21 players in the past 24 hours and averaging 38 players in the past 30 days there you go Mike Put out lost and Legends can live? Why shut down Knockout City? God damn it! Uh,
0: next week, host we have the normal schedule: Monday, Greg and me; Tuesday, Greg and Bless; Wednesday, Bless and Greg; Thursday, Bless and me; and Friday, me and Bless. That's cool. If you're watching live, right after this is Elden Ring with Mike, Nick, and Andy. You can watch if just stay tuned here. If you're on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games, but if you're on YouTube, make sure you go to YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and click that live button you should see beautiful andy face beautiful mike face and then nick's semi naked body just click on it it's going to be fun uh and if you want to catch the stream later subscribe to youtube.com slash kind of funny games you can watch it at your leisure this has been kind of funny games daily we're each and every weekday live here on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you through all the nerdy video game news you need to know but until next time game
2: daily
1: Stuff. Is the light not gonna dim? Or are we still alive? What's up, everybody? <laughs> What's up, everybody? George, please just care here? about Blackie. Is people. Kevin in that room? <laughs> yeah, sorry, oh, he you, is. You not, it's not dimming. Sorry. Oh.